It's time for the Savvy Realtor Podcast. I'm Walter Storholt alongside Angie Cole, the owner and broker in charge of A. Cole Realty, serving you throughout the triangle, teaching you about the ins and outs when it comes to buying or selling a home. You can find the team online by going to acolerealty.com. That's A-C-O-L-E, realty.com, or by calling 919-578-3128. That's 919-578-3128. And now it's time for one of the top Realtors in the triangle, Angie Cole, and the Savvy Realtor Podcast. So I'm going to throw out some general thoughts about real estate, Angie, that uh, you know we've heard, some sayings about real estate that we've maybe heard. And I want you to tell us if these statements are fact or fiction. And uh, some of these might be an it depends, I know, but some of these maybe you can give us a definitive ruling on. So first one, fact or fiction, the thing that matters above all else is location, location, location. That would be a fact. <laughs> I, I definitely agree with that. You know, normally whenever buyers start discussing with us, you know, what they're looking for in a home, the first thing they state is it must be in this area. You know, we must be this distance from the school that our kids go to or, you know, this travel time to work. Um, so almost always location is number one. And sometimes it's broad, right? Sometimes it's I need it to live be. within an be. X radius. And other times it's very specific, like this neighborhood. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you know, and sometimes we do have clients who say, oh, you know, Raleigh could work, Apex, Cary, you know, it, it's not super, super specific. But other times, I mean, it is very specific. I only want to be in East Raleigh or, mm-hmm. you know, or like you mentioned, in this subdivision. So above all else, I would say location definitely matters. Yeah, that one's an easy one. Uh, top of the list. That's where everybody pretty much begins at some point. And in, in, uh, there's very few who will just say, yeah, anywhere in the world is fine. I have no location right, preference yeah. whatsoever. At some <laughs> point, there's going to be a filter. <laughs> right, right. Exactly. Exactly. That's important. Number two, list your home for a high price because it gives you bargaining room. Oh, gosh, that's definitely fiction. Um, You actually can hurt yourself. So if you overprice your home, first of all, you look like a very unrealistic seller. I actually I was speaking with one of my buyer specialists this morning and talking about this exact same situation. It was a limited listing service, meaning that it's pretty much a for sale by owner. They just had someone stick it in MLS completely overpriced. So already it's like, okay, you went with the discount broker to list your home. Then you significantly overpriced your home. So you're just going to look just not realistic in regards to negotiation, right? So overpricing your home actually can hurt you in the long run. You actually probably make less on your home if you overprice it in the beginning versus just pricing it correctly, you know, and market value just out of the gates. Yeah, it's a really good point. And a lot of people, I think, just need to keep that in mind. Be sure to remember that you want to list your home at the right price, not the high price, right? The right right price. Yep. Correct. Flipping over to the buyer side, another factor fiction, as a buyer, never offer asking price on your first bid, kind of the opposite of of number two. You know, I would say it can be fact or fiction, okay? And I I say that more, more so I would say fiction, just because it depends on how long the home's been on the market, right? If the home just hit the market today, come to find out there's multiple offers, you definitely better be probably, you know, offering asking price if not above. Um, So it all really depends on, okay, what are the comps saying the home's worth? Also, what is the urgency there? You know, do we have other parties that are interested? How long has the home been on the market? So there's nothing wrong with a buyer, you know, offering asking price 
on their first bid at all. Yeah, that's a really good point, I think. And a lot of people, that's going to be one where I guess it depends because you're going to know going into it, hey, yeah. this, this house is going to go quick. We're wasting time and you may nev- not even get the chance for a second offer because there's so many offers coming through on it. Then that would be obviously where this is fiction. But yeah, if it's been on the market for a while, then maybe that's fact. You, you can certainly start lower. It probably wouldn't hurt in that case. Yeah. And you have to remember, too, I mean, a seller doesn't even have to respond to your offer if they don't want to. I mean, they can immediately just mm-hmm. reject it and go with another offer. So by just trying to save, you know, a thousand or two thousand dollars, I know that's a lot of money. But in the grand scheme of things, was it worth you maybe potentially losing the home that you love? Um, so just be cautious on trying to negotiate too much. It depends on, once again, days on the market, if there's other interested parties, how the home is priced. And then from there, your real estate agent should be giving you advice you know, on how to handle and how to make your initial offer. So this one, the next two that we'll cover are about listing a home. Uh, this one says, a home with furniture will sell quicker than an empty home. You know, this one I'm in between again. It really, really depends on the home as a whole and also the type of furniture. (laughs) I've been in some homes and unfortunately I said, you know what, this home probably would show better just being vacant just because it was just really rundown furniture, just, you know, just all clashing. You know, it didn't help the home in any way. So in a case like that, I would say, you know what, let's get the furniture out and actually the home would probably sell a lot quicker being empty. But I would say for the most, most of the time, a home sells better with furniture in it. So as long as it's been staged, you know, properly, it just really shows off room sizes. It's kind of crazy because actually rooms can look smaller when they're not furnished because there's no comparison there, right? And so it's really nice when you have, you know, good furniture that, you know, goes well with the home. It it is nice to actually have it staged with the furniture. I think a home would sell quicker that way, or it does. Yeah, going to be a case-by-case basis, I guess, on that one. But uh, but for the most part, furniture typically is going to help a home sell faster. I think we benefited from selling our home without furniture in it because I think it made it feel bigger uh, Uh when when we sold our last home. I think it really did help because we tended to, we kind of had bulky furniture. I was just going to say that can hurt you too. Yeah. If you have larger furniture, it then could make a room seem smaller. So it really, it's a case by case basis. It really is. Funny thing is we bought it and the people before us, their furniture was even bulkier than our furniture. (laughs) Really? (laughs) Looking back at pictures. Yeah. It's kind of funny to to look and it was like, wow, it seemed seemed really small when they had the stuff in there. But uh, but it was, you know, was a fun home and we liked it so we went for it anyway but um yeah just kind of but I, I think it definitely helped us by having it made it seem a lot bigger when we got that thing empty that's for sure sure yeah listing your home and this is another uh, our last factor fiction if you will listing your home as a for sale by owner will save you a lot of money Obviously, no. you're going to be biased here, Angie, but... but uh, of course, it. yeah. Of course, I'm going to be biased. But, you know, there's actually studies, you know, behind this. And for sale by owners, they on average sell less than what you would have sold your home for, even listing with an agent and paying, you know, that commission or that marketing fee. You know, and the reason being is you get less exposure to your home because of your limited marketing plan. When you do it for sale by owner, you don't have all of those additional tools and you know that really drive the people into your home because the more viewings or showings you get, 
the quicker you're going to get an offer and the higher price point you get. And typically what happens is with a for sale by owner, the days on the market really start to add up. So they have higher days on the market and higher days on the market means a lower price point. So, you know, going the for sale by owner route is not always the smartest, you know, choice. Now, there are some sellers out there that have great luck with it, but on average, selling with a real estate agent, you're going to net a higher amount of money. And that's what's most important. So if you're thinking about selling your home, maybe you are considering a for sale by owner because it's important to you to save the most amount of money, which I get it. You know, our goal always is for our sellers to net the very most amount of money. And I know that the commission fee comes into play with that. And on average, again, we always net our sellers more money than what they would have with a for sale by owner. But we even have a guarantee behind that. So if you are thinking about selling your home, our team, we have a 29-day sale guarantee. And what that means is if we cannot get your home sold in 29 days, we will then sell your home for free. Selling your home for free means you're not going to pay the listing commission. Okay, so we have an amazing track record as far as average days on the market, which is lower than the most. In 2018, average days on the market for the triangle was at 23 days and our team was at 11. So we are confident in our abilities to get your home sold super quick and for top value. So once again, if you're thinking about selling your home, we will stand behind it with a 29-day sale guarantee. If we don't get your home sold in 29 days, we will sell it for free. So to start that conversation and to get more information, just give me a ring. You can call me directly. Our number is 919-578-3128. So once again, it's 919-578-3128. Again, that gets you in touch with Angie Cole and allows you to take advantage of that 29-day home sold guarantee. Uh, Just give Angie a call or text at that number, and she can talk to you a little bit about that. Uh, You can also go to acolerealty.com, contact Angie through the website. That's acolerealty.com, or find the Acole Realty team on social media as well, on Facebook and Instagram. Be sure to just look up for Angie Cole or Acole Realty to find her there. That's uh, this week's edition of Fact or Fiction. Uh, A lot of fun playing that, making sure we dispel some of those uh, real estate rumors, but also making sure that you're following some of the best practices. So we'll uh, wrap up today's show here in just a little bit by answering some more of your questions. So don't go away. The mailbag and more still on the way on today's show. This is the Savvy Realtor with Angie Cole. It's time for the mailbag. We want to hear from you. Joey says, we've looked at a few homes that have some minor issues, like carpet stains, warped hardwoods, and ugly countertops. We're okay with doing a little fixing up, but how much is too much? Is there a fine line between fixer-upper and cash pit? Sure, Joey. You know, first of all, I think it's it all depends on you, right? It depends on because every buyer is a little bit different as far as how savvy they are, as far as, you know, putting in the sweat equity and being able to do some improvements and changes to their home. I know, Walter, you and I were just chatting about the, <laughs> you know, nice changes you're doing to your home, right? Yeah. Where it, that was up to me, no way. Um, <laughs> so it depends on, depends on the owner, okay? But, you know, to me, if it's just more of cosmetic, you know, like, all right, switching out the, you know, floors, the countertops, maybe a fresh coat of paint. That to me is not a lot of items to do. And oftentimes in today's market, you have to be a little bit more open to doing some of those changes. The big thing to me, though, when you mentioned the fine line between a fixer upper and a cash pit, you know, make sure that you are buying the home 
at the value of its true condition. Hmm. So if there's a lot of you know improvements the home needs because it's really just worn, make sure you're paying the worn price not the updated price. So to me, it's not a cash pit as long as you're paying fair market value for the home in its current state. That's a really good point. And realize also, Joey, that some things that might be out of your skill set now this is speaking from experience, can yeah. quickly become your part of your skill set. It just takes, you just got to get in there and do it. And I've really enjoyed sure. that. But, you know, do look out for the things that make you go, oh, I don't really feel like doing that. I, I have definitely found joy in painting and fixing things up and learning how to, you know, taking the doors off the hinges and swapping in new hinges and, you know, just doing some of these things, a little bit of light plumbing work, even installing new vanities, just all sorts of, you know, things like that, that, you know, maybe a couple of years ago weren't in my skill level, but now they are now i may have drilled into a water pipe or two during the process <laughs> that, was, that was in the back of my mind i wasn't going to throw you under the bus but you did it on your own may have done that in the process growing pains you know a, you're you're learning hey i'm not afraid of failure it's how you it's how you grow angie so right i think exactly it's totally and remember okay. too joey you can always hire a professional too you know if you don't want to do it on your own but right. Right. you know yeah, a lot of homes this day and age, I mean, I feel like you might need to put in a little bit of work to make them, you know, how you want them, right? But so don't you know, let if, that scare you away. If we had kids, though, Angie, I don't. I, we probably wouldn't have ended up with this home because of sure. all the work it needed. I don't know. Some of these projects, I just don't know how I would do them without, you'd have to rope off half the house uh, for safety reasons if you had little Makes kids sense. running around. It would just make things a, a little bit more stressful. When you have, you know, if it's one room that needs to be done, then that's a different story. But if you got kind of a whole house you're going to kind of redo, well, then you got to take all those different little nuances into account. So, yeah, it's Mm -hmm. a personal personal thing to think about. But I wouldn't say don't be scared of something that needs a little bit of elbow grease as long as you're okay with the cost that will go into it and the time and energy. But just go in with eyes wide open is the Yeah, because, I mean, most of the time you're not going to find a home that is 100% perfect. There's always something you will want to change. It's just how many of those things are you willing to change, right? I will say, Joey, to overestimate the amount of effort it is going to take to do the repairs, though. <laughs> Don't make the trap of, well, okay, well, it's just fresh paint that it needs. Really think about it. Always overestimate sure. a little bit because that's kind of, we've run into that a few times. Okay, so it just needs fresh paint in here. Well, but it has textured walls or wallpaper, and so it's not just a new coat of paint. It's some sanding and stripping off of old surface texture ends up being a lot harder, you know, to just do it than in reality. And then, you know, then you start noticing other things that you didn't pick up on the initial walkthrough, like, okay, well, the ceiling are freshly painted but for some reason they didn't cut in the paint and so now it's very noticeable and it'll, it'll bother you and so then you'll want to go fix that too so right right yeah there's going to be a few extra little things that come along with it so just keep that in mind too. overestimate the energy that it'll take and then uh, you'll you won't be caught by surprise when the time comes but love questions like that because i was definitely in that camp of never wanting to be in the fixer upper category to all of a sudden loving being in that category now you're just you're you're a master it. at it yeah i, I would yeah. Go that far, but uh, <laughs> we're we're learning. We're learning as we go. <laughs> New business on its way. Oh, uh, I don't know about that. If it was someone Walter's else's home repairs. Yeah, uh, if it was someone else's house, I wouldn't care as much. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's fun when it's your house, but true, not, true. not having the payoff of enjoying it at the end of the day, I think, would take some of the fun out of it. At least right, for, right. for me. You've been listening to the Savvy Real Tour podcast. I'm Walter Storholt alongside Angie Cole. She's the owner and broker in charge of A. Cole Realty here in the Triangle. And if you have questions for Angie, we invite you to go online to acolerealty.com. 
listen to past podcast episodes on the website, read the blog and all the great information, including the option to find a home right there on the website. That's acolerealty.com. And you can also call Angie with your questions, 919-578-3128. 